This week on the Federalist Radio Hour. I'm curious how you see the failures of the higher education system in that do you believe, you know, the average American child has too much or too little knowledge or just the wrong knowledge? Subscribe to The Federalist on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. Let me start this hour of the program. I think Steve told me that this individual, Dr. Asish Jean, uh, I think he's at present, I think he's like the COVID response coordinator for the White House. Uh, this doctor is likely to replace Dr. Fauci. Uh, uh, during the show today, uh, I've been talking about people I'm not grateful for. Again, nothing against them as human beings and their family loves them and their kids probably worship them and all that. I mentioned people like Dr. Fauci, Karine Jean-Pierre. I can tell you, you know, I'm not grateful for Joe Biden at all. His, you know, she seems like a nice lady, the first lady, his wife, but man, she should have warned us how, how incompetent, inept, how sleepy, um, low wattage he is. Joe Biden is, and now he's at the wheel driving the American truck. All these people have been mentioning to people at CNN, the so-called independents. You, know, you guys all voted Democrat. <laughs> you guys are the embodiment of, of insanity. Ashish Jean likely to take care, uh, take uh, over for Dr. Fauci. It's cut number eight, Steve. I'll play that one real quick. We need to make protecting our loved ones an important part of the conversation we have around the Thanksgiving table, an important part of the conversation we have in the days and weeks ahead. Just bringing in the same song and dance as Dr. Fauci. We should rename him Hashish Shaw. What is this dude smoking? You're not paying attention. Read the room, son. My goodness. Uh, This at a time, uh, going into Thanksgiving... Where is that poll? Let me see where it is. Here it is, Quinnipiac. Tensions very high. Americans, most Americans, according, again, to the numbers that Quinnipiac ran, most Americans, they don't want to talk about anything controversial at the Thanksgiving table. Politics, number one, right? And with COVID being politicized, the response to COVID being politicized, the state policies, the county policies, the iron-fisted little tyrants that impose their authority on businesses, small businesses to shut down, kids to stay away from schools, all that. I don't need to repeat all that to you. COVID is definitely something you don't want to talk about unless everybody's in agreement at the table and say, oh, yeah, Fauci, boy, what an idiot. All the, the 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 embodiment of science, the settled science, all the things that we went through, shutting down schools, shutting down business. Unless everybody's on the same page, yeah, that's definitely a political issue. Quinnipiac, two-thirds of respondents say that they're hoping to avoid politics this coming holiday. Of course, all this spurred in the mind of little reporter who wrote this, you know, President Trump announcing that he's running for a third term for the presidency. 60%, 6 and 10 Republicans still behind him. There's a lot of conversation related to the nomination and other people running for office, Joe Biden, if he's going to run again, all that stuff. But it seems that two-thirds of Americans would like to avoid politics at the dinner table. So what else are you, what else are you going to talk? You know, there's always got to be that uncle, always that aunt or that cousin shows up and you know, brings that MAGA cat. 
with her, with him, just to, just to egg people on. I, whether it's this or, or whether it's the Cowboy Giants game or, you know, the soccer match is going on right now in the World Cup, there's always going to be some type of discord. And I, I was thinking politics is the best way to end. Let's say you're kind of tired already and you don't want to be with all these people who are your, many of them probably your blood kin. And you haven't seen in a long time, and you got that one, you know, a great aunt that's just a, a little too aggressive and kissy kissy and huggy huggy all the time. I think one great way to end the dinner, everybody go home, take your own plate, yeah, bring up politics. How about Donald Trump? Who's gonna spoil it? That's that's one good way to end the Thanksgiving dinner. Hey folks, Dana Lash here for Recoil Gunworks. Not only do they have competitive pricing, but right now they're giving all of you out there $20 off of any order of $100 or more. And that makes this a great time to stock up before the end of 2022. So visit recoilgunworks.com slash Dana and you can use promo code Dana to receive $20 off of any order of $100 or more. Now this offer is only good for a short time and Recoil Gunworks is your web-based firearms ammo and accessories retailer, family-owned. And, of course, they think like you. They're really well-known for their uh, refurbishments, their police trading guns, all in great shape. And you can buy now, pay later with no interest. And I said they have competitive pricing. It's also incredibly easy to use. You can search by caliber, weight, application, and brand. Uh, And, of course, they have ammo shipped right to your door where legal, including Illinois, New Jersey, and Connecticut. And you can check out the product restrictions page for further info on all of the state law restrictions. So visit Recoil Gunworks dot com slash Dana today. Get a full list of products and use promo code Dana to receive $20 off of any order of $100 or more. Whether you need it in the woods or on the range, Recoil Gunworks gets it there fast. Right now, get $20 off when you use promo code Dana on any $100 order or more at recoilgunworks.com slash Dana. That's recoilgunworks.com slash Dana. All right, Steve, let's do some headlines. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. Yeah, the White House extending the student loan repayment pause, uh, people not having to pay back uh, their student loan. They were supposed to start again in in January. They kicked this can down into next summer, June 30th, is when they reconsider people having to pay back their student loans. And James Cameron, director James Cameron, is in the news. He's got this big movie, Avatar, The Way of Water. He says in order to make money on this thing, it The Way of Water, Avatar, needs to be the third or fourth highest grossing film in movie history in order to break even. That means it's got to be his movie, Titanic, to come in third and, and make dollar one profit. It's... They say it's three hours long. I'm looking forward to seeing it. You know what I'm looking forward to seeing at the movie theater? It's The Chosen. Did you know that? It came in third at the box office this past weekend. And it's only episode one and two of the next series. Go look for it, The Chosen. This this thanks you some good movies at the movie theater. Thanksgiving weekend. They see an exponential increase, they say. First responders responding to... Hospital emergencies from fires, they say. Thanksgiving Day, you guys be careful if you guys have those big buckets, big tubs full of that hot oil. 
You got to be at least 10 feet away from any property, any vehicle, any porch you don't want to burn because this stuff will overflow. I, I've, some of y'all are experts in this, and I, you know, hats off to you. I, I have no idea. I, I would never do the whole – I'll let somebody else do the whole deep-frying turkey thing. I'm afraid I'll tip that thing over or the, the oil will overflow, hit the flame, and then you see that big fire, right? Thanksgiving, doctors, hospital, emergency rooms going to be busy this weekend. One of the news reports uh, gearing up for – the annual rush, kitchen accidents, burns, deep fires all over the place. Keep that fire 10 feet away from um, from your property. Again, back to the vacation or online travel guide. If it's not turkey, though, like they, this, this travel guide said 30% of Americans, they don't like turkey. And I'm thinking they're probably going to grandma's place where grandma just is a really dry turkey, flavorless turkey. That's, that's why I was telling you about how my wife makes it, infused with all, a little bit of fruit juice and mango and pineapple and all the, the peppers and the potatoes and all those carrots, all those wonders, celery. Oh, my goodness. So the stuffing that she makes is the same thing. The stuffing is with, a, with a celery and carrots and all these other vegetables. It's wonderful. My goodness. I can't. I can't wait. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to do a lot of walking this week. Listening to the previous episodes of the Dana shows, I'm walking around online. But this uh, online travel site, thirty percent of Americans don't like the turkey. Uh, they don't like the cranberry sauce. I prefer the cranberry sauce that has like the actual cranberries, and it's still nice, wonderful, uh, and you know, super reddish and burgundyish. But it actually has a little berries in it. I think this is one. I love cranberry sauce. And the only thing on the list that Americans don't like, according to this online travel site, the green bean casserole. Now, that's the only one I agree with. Now, you should see the spread, the, the Thanksgiving dinner spread here in deep South Texas on the border. Amigos, if you've never tried, if you never tasted a good... Uh, I'm, I'm sure some of y'all who maybe go to a, a Mexican restaurant, you guys haven't gone before. <laughs> you open up the menu and say, hey, hon, I, I'd like to try one of these. Uh, I wonder what this mole is. Mole. <laughs> That's Mexican chili spice. Uh, sometimes mixed with peanut butter and chocolate and and, and then uh, poured over um, some boiled chicken and some sesame seeds. It's it's divine. My mother had a, the best recipe for that. But uh, also tamales. Or you guys, if you open up a Mexican <laughs> a restaurant um, menu, tamales. Try some of those tamales. Uh, tamales. That is standard fare from Mexican kitchens, the Texas Southwest kitchens. Uh, tamales all over. From California to Texas, it ain't a Thanksgiving dinner unless there's some tamales, some tamales. And that or so happy Thanksgiving from all the the Dana show family. Happy Thanksgiving from my family here in South Texas. I'm Sergio Sanchez filling in for Dana. Hey, stick around. Uh, got a conversation I want to share with you a little bit after bottom of the hour headlines. Uh, it's, it's a little Thanksgiving gift now that we're opening up Christmas season for some of y'all holdouts. No, normally, my tree, uh, our family tree, goes up. Right after Halloween, I kid you not, but we've been so busy. I mean, seriously, up to my eyeballs. Uh, my 15-year-old, he's going to charter school. He's got 
way too much homework. My baby, my 10-year-old, I'm trying to catch him up. My wife is doing all the time. She's busy over at the university. I, we haven't made made the time to put up our Christmas. Usually, you know, we're running way behind. So this weekend, Lord willing, we'll be putting up our our Christmas tree. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. It's time for Florida Man. I was reading through the story. Red Ford, come back on. First time I see it. Florida Man recovering. He's in the hospital, stable condition. He drank a cup of bleach following his conviction. He's at court. He was convicted on armed robbery charges. Jermaine Bell. He started to chug bleach from a white disposable cup after the jury announced him he was guilty. Wow. Officers brushed over. They tried to get him to spit up the bleach. Uh, that dude sw- how did, How's that even possible? My goodness. He swallowed this stuff. Um, rushed him out of the courtroom on a stretcher. Took him to the hospital. Like, who gave him that cup of bleach? My goodness. I, I, I wanted to insert a, a stupid joke about you know, checking for COVID, see if it worked, but no. It's, anyway, that's about as far as I'm going to get on that one. Um, I'm sitting in the studio here in South Texas. And I know sometimes uh, the Dana show is recorded, pre-recorded, and played on the weekend and the holiday. Happy Thanksgiving. Safe Thanksgiving. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, more of the World Cup. we got flat-screen television in here, and we got the World Cup broadcast. And we just, uh, since it's Wednesday afternoon, we just saw España, Spain, a spank Costa Rica. It was like 7-0, right, Freddie? 7-0, right? And they got, um, who's, who's playing right now against Canada? He? Belgium and Canada. So Friday, uh, I know it's pre-recorded, maybe play on the weekend, but Friday is the U.S. against the Redcoats, against England. I'm Sergio Sanchez. You want to say hi at Sergio Talk on Twitter. This is The Dana Show. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This week on the Federalist Radio Hour. I'm curious how you see the failures of the higher education system in that do you believe, you know, the average American child as they're as they're growing up has too much or too little knowledge or just the wrong knowledge. So that's something I've been thinking a lot about lately that like yeah. I, I do, you know, the liberal arts approach. I'm Emily Jashinsky of The Federalist. Subscribe to The Federalist on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.